You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Now he's here from uh, Brave Vet, Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Brave Vet Old Connor. How's it going, Pete? Good morning. It's great. Okay, which uh, which sweets do you not eat now in the Roses or Heroes or Quality Street? Which ones do you leave behind? Uh, I don't or really celebrations. like. I don't really like cherry things. Do you know those? Yeah. And I don't really like the sweet, sugary, strawberry ones either. You know those ones. Yes, they're, they're too sweet. Anything else yeah. is very good. Eat anything yeah. else. I don't like marzipan. Don't like those. No, I love marzipan. I couldn't. Oh, one, one, it's one of the things I really like about Lidl coming to this country and Aldi is you can buy all those German kind of gingerbread marzipan kind Ugh. of Christmas Can't stuff. You like those, do you? I really like that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Don't I, give it to your dogs or cats, by the way. Exactly. Have to I get them nice Christmas. A, a tin of celebration at somebody's house recently, and all the sneakers ones, our sneakers ones, were all left behind. They're okay. All the rest ones were gone. Me. Anyway, that's not what he's here to talk about. We are just uh, chewing it over, as you do. Um, Actually, it was about this time last year, um, my little dog, we, we had a, a left a box of chocolates unwrapped on the kitchen table yeah, and went out for a while and came back and the dog had jumped onto the table, and grabbed them. down the chocolate box and started, and, and eaten a good box, a, a good bit of them, all right? So uh, it was, it was a, um, that's a genuine veterinary emergency because that can kill a dog to do that. So, and she's only a little thing. So I had to um, make her vomit and make her bring up all the chocolate um, and just as well I did, otherwise she'd have been in serious trouble. That's so, it's that uh, dangerous anyway. It's, yeah, I mean, I think there's a misconception sometimes about this chocolate and dog thing. It's not actually horrendously dangerous to give a dog a chocolate. That's not going to kill a dog. What will kill a dog is if you leave a box of chocolates in a room, open, a dog comes in and dog eats them. Because a dog won't just have one chocolate, a dog will have 20 chocolates. Dogs don't have an off switch when it comes to chocolates. You know, they don't leave the Snickers ones behind. They just eat the lot. <laughs> Right, so be be warned. Yeah, keep lock away chocolates where you put poisonous substances. Okay. Now, while you're there, what about yeah. scraps from the table at Christmas Day? Yeah, it's it's. Do you know the most common cause of people needing to call out the emergency vet at Christmas time is an upset stomach because they've given the dog too much of the wrong sort of food. It's really, really common. And so, um, you know... Don't change your dog's diet just because it's Christmas Day. You can... The rule of thumb is you can give them 10% of their dinner as treats. 10%. So, look at what you normally give them, take away 10% and put in some chicken, Brussels sprouts, cranberry sauce... To turkey, a dog. Turkey. You, you can put 10% of their diet can be sprouts. Christmas treats. If your dog likes sprouts, you can give them up to 10%. Well, give them all the kids' portions because they don't eat them. <laughs> put them under the table to the dog. <laughs> yeah, but um, they wouldn't care. I'd say, I'm going to give this to the dog. They'd say, great. <laughs> um, so a little bit of treats is fine, but don't, don't give them a, a plate full of turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing um, bacon sausages because you will just make them sick and you will regret it because it is expensive to call a vet out as an emergency. What about little Christmas bones? Um, little bones are not good either, of course. I mean, cooked bones in general are bad to give dogs because they can crunch them up and swallow the spiky bits and you end up having problems with that. So avoid, avoid bones altogether. Right. Ham bones are no-no. Okay. Um, mm. Drink. I remember being in somebody's house one time and they poured out some Guinness for a dog yeah, <laughs> years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea. Out of a bottle. It shows you how long ago dogs, it was. dogs are generally too sensible to, to take that stuff, but, you know, um, it's an acquired taste which they haven't acquired, thank goodness. Um, but, no, it's not good to give 
animals alcohol. They're not okay. geared up to metabolize it. Um. Now, new animals. There is this message that goes out about, oh, it's like a Barbie doll. It's just an animal, and it's sort of you play with it for a while, and you get a dog for Christmas time, nice little puppy or nice little kitten, whatever, and then put it back on the shelf. They were all fed up with it after three hours. Yeah. However, they don't work like that. No, I mean, th- there's a famous slogan, a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. That's a wonderful slogan. It was actually created by somebody called Clarissa Baldwin, who was the chief executive of Dogs Trust. And she, she, she actually thought of that in 1978, which is a long time ago now. And it's, it's one of those slogans that's been... It just seemed to catch people's attention and imagination. And it's... Um, it's a really good message that you have to remember that you can get a, a toy for a child and yes it is just for Christmas and they can enjoy it around Christmas time and if they lose interest in it two or three weeks later you know it's not the end of the world they've got a bit of a buzz out of it and it achieved what you set out to achieve but if you if you if, if you um, do that to a dog the dog has to carry on existing the dog has to be cared for still and um, you know if if the child has lost interest and you're not particularly bothered yourself well what happens I tell you what happens the dog gets neglected and then over a period of time, typically it would maybe get bored and so try and run away. And when it runs away, well, are the owners bothered about it? Well, not really. They're quite relieved because it, it was a bit of a nuisance anyway. And so the dog ends up on the street. And then what that means is that in um, February, March, April, the animal rescue centres get overloaded with unwanted dogs that were originally Christmas puppies. I think the message has got out there nowadays so i think it's rare for people to do this um and i think most people have copped on to the fact that it's not a sensible thing to do that um, still goes on does it it does still sometimes it should yeah. be much more difficult then to buy one or to acquire one it's, it? it's not difficult at all you could you could there's no regulation around the buying and selling of pets you can do what you want effectively um like it's entirely up to you. So people have just to be educated about it and um, they just have to realise that if you get a dog, you're talking about 10 to 15 years of care ahead of you and expense. So really, it's not something to do lightly and it certainly isn't something to do for somebody else. You and do it for you yourself should, you after should, thinking about it. Should you separate it away from Christmas and just get well, in December? I, I know that we've passed that date now, or after Christmas, and then have some sort of counselling and education before it happens. Well, I, you know, I, I think that just in general, Christmas isn't a great time to have an animal because everybody's so distracted. They're doing other stuff. You know, the, the routine has gone to shot and people are busy socialising and how you know making the home into a lovely place to be and they're they're preoccupied completely what's much better is to get to get a a puppy at a time when you can concentrate entirely on the puppy um like my my personal favorite time to get a puppy would be at the start of the the school summer holidays you know when the when the children have free time to spend with the puppy and and where there's a, a good space um to have attention just on the animal and also House training a dog is much, much easier when it's fair weather outside rather than cold, wet weather. Because, I tell you, my dogs, even though they're house trained, if I open the back door on a a dark, wet, windy morning and say to the dogs, "Okay, off you go outside now, they just look at me as if... They do, yeah. They they don't seem very enthusiastic. We're having that problem as well. So (laughs) so if you're you're trying to house train a puppy, there's no way you can persuade the puppy to think that going outside is a better place to go to the loo (laughs) than inside. It's just not going to work. 
you know. So the summer. So summer's generally a better time. But look, pups are born all year round, and those animals do need to have homes. And so, you know, if you, if you, if you feel like getting one just now, go ahead. Uh, you know, wait till after Christmas, wait till the hubbub has settled down, and then... I mean, it is a good time. If you're going to get a rescue dog, and that is where I'd recommend most people get pets these days, then certainly early January is a really good time to get a rescue dog because most of the rescue centres stop rehoming dogs for the last two weeks of December because they don't want to give pups out as, as potential Christmas presents. So they all have a, a sort of a, a freeze on, on rehoming animals. What that means is that there's a bit of pent-up supply there. So if you go to any of the rescue centres after Christmas, you'll find they've loads of animals looking for homes. So you'll have a really good choice. Okay. Well, Peter, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. And uh, answering the phone with various queries that come up and all that sort of stuff. I know our listeners do appreciate it and you're very good. And all the best for Christmas time. And same to you and same to all you listeners out there. Best to Andrew and Nicola and all your your crew. (laughs) We're having having our practice night out tonight, so I'm looking forward to that. Very good. Okay. At Speed Weather, we're our vet from uh, Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray. And you can see Pete on TV3, but also you can hear all his musings about animals and this broadcast again on Pete's website, which is called PeteTheVet.com. Thanks, Pete. Thank you.